Welcome everyone to Mini Moments of Money with Conversations with Money. Many moments with money are meant to be little moments of reflection in our day where we stumble into money insights, money moments, uh, money challenges, and we just take a moment to reflect and see where the area for growth is. So today I want to talk about money and intimacy. I've been diving into this topic with uh, some of the groups I work with and some of the clients I work with, and I thought it's time to share with the larger public at large, with the larger public, my people that I've been talking to with conversations with money, with you, my listeners, to dive in and see money and intimacy. You know, it's a big topic. I have no doubt that money and intimacy can cover our relationships, our intimate relationships, our family relationships, our work relationships. So we're not going to cover all of those, but I want to dive into more of your personal experience of intimacy and where money comes to play. And a couple of different scenarios that I've seen the last couple of weeks have been how we use money to keep us out of situations of intimacy. Right. So sometimes when we have um, not too much money, but a lot of money, it affords us the possibility of not having to be in those sticky places of giving and receiving. When we have money to the level that we can pay for everything and more, then we can often throw money at situations that could be intimate. For example, We don't let ourselves be treated anymore. We don't know how to receive an invitation for a drink, for a dinner, for an outing. We like to exercise the possibility, and I would say the power, of not having to owe other people. And this one's huge. I've heard this a lot where people tell me, I don't want to be indebted. And I often reflect back that the core of indigenous communities or smaller communities actually had to do a lot with debt because debt kept us in relationship. Now there's right debt. I'm not sitting here telling people go into debt, but there is right debt, especially when it's intimate with people you know where you've been treated, you've been gifted, And the more vulnerable thing in that moment is to know how to receive. A lot of times that's the harder thing is can you receive? And so that's just one of the examples of when we, when we use money, I mean, for lack of a better word, when we use money to exercise a power and a statement of I am self-sufficient, I can do everything in the world. We miss out on the opportunities of letting other people do the same for us or come towards us. They want to come closer in the same way that we have a natural tendency to want to give and be generous. When we receive the gifts and the generosity of others, we let them exercise that muscle, no matter how large or how big that gift was. So noticing when, in what situations do you Fend off intimacy because you have enough money in your pocket or in your wallet or in your account to not have to engage in that interaction with someone else. Notice when you fend off intimacy because you are going through a money struggle and you don't want to talk about it. 
You don't want to show that you don't have your money world figured out. And at the expense of maybe bringing someone close into your story, someone that can support. And so I've been sitting with that question of how does the inability to give and receive, to know ourselves when we give and receive, come at the expense of really building some deeper personal relationships. For example, in in one of the groups that I lead, I actually took the chance and shared more of my money story. You know, and it was uncomfortable. It wasn't necessarily what I wanted to do, but it was so apropos for the topic that we were discussing. And in the end, it was so well-received and the feedback was that by by me showing up more fully and more human to the circle, there was a way in which the circle grew deeper and the circle had deeper roots. And the closing meditation was this feeling of, I called the circle, but we're actually being held by something much bigger. And so I would argue that the ability to dive into intimacy also helps you experience the feeling of being held by something bigger than you, right? And so much of our struggles with money have to do with trying to figure out our way of being sustainable and sufficient in this world. And that's a really important muscle. I have no qualms that we need to develop the muscle of generation, of literally generating currency and vitality and material creation. But we fight sometimes when we still feel connected to other people supporting us in different ways. And it strikes me that actually when I said our ability to generate, I also heard the word generation because money does get passed on from generation to generation. It doesn't often get held on to though, because in each generation, depending where you're at, you're experiencing something different. One generation may have been the generation of creating money. One generation may have been the generation of managing money. One generation may have been the generation of spending it because maybe it was held onto too tight. And so just noticing where are you in the generation of your family and what is your relationship with your family that keeps you maybe pushing intimacy away? I know the flip side is also being dependent. We're not going to discuss that today. But my question to you in this mini, this mini money moment in March is how does money invite or block intimacy in your life? Ashe.